You're listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you will get information about city government and the programs and services they provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of Fayetteville 411. I'm Maine Johnson filling in for Sherry this week. And I'm Gavin McRoberts, and we're your host for this podcast. For today's episode, we wanted to invite some special guests in. So we have Janelle Kimbrough. She's with Sustainable Sand Hills. We got Amanda Botter. She's with the director for the landfill for Cumberland County. And we also have Brooke Redding. He is now is it an analyst. Uh, I know you do some special stuff up there in the city manager's office. Yeah, I just kind of run down special programs and projects for the city manager's office. Excellent. And the reason why we are here today is we're talking about electronic waste in the upcoming e-waste drive. So, Ms. Janelle, what exactly is electronic waste? So, Maine, electronic waste is anything with a cord or batteries or anything that beeps, essentially. Uh, That could include computers, televisions, stereo equipment, Uh, even cords and chargers, cell phones and tablets. And e-waste is becoming quickly one of the largest components of municipal solid waste because as our society becomes more and more reliant on technology and new gadgets come across the market every year, there's a lot of turnover for electronics. And so a lot of people don't know what to do with them once they reach the end of their useful life, when they become obsolete. So uh, we are looking for ways to handle that electronic waste in a safe uh, and cost-effective manner. Yeah, You know, I remember reading an article a couple years ago talking about some of these toxic materials that goes into electronics, uh, some of the rare metals that you'll find in there. Uh, So tell me a little bit about, you know, what some of these toxic materials that's in electronic that's so important that we have to divert and recycle. Yeah, so electronic waste is commonly becoming one of the most illegally dumped items as well. And when that happens, all kinds of things can get into our environment and that can leach into our soil and into our groundwater and cause pollution that's really harmful to people and to wildlife. And uh, if that happens, um, it can render a site unusable, so um, you can't build on it. Uh, It requires some um, remediation activities that can be very expensive for city governments. And uh, so some of those things that you're talking about in terms of metals and chemicals that are contained in e-waste include precious metals, so things like aluminum, copper, gold, silver, uh, and also some uh, really nasty toxic heavy metals too, um, things like lead, mercury, cadmium. And a PFOA, which is something that's been in the news in our community lately, and that's one of those fluorinated chemicals that we've heard a lot um, through what's going on with Gen X and the Cape Fear River. Uh, And these things uh, can cause a wide variety of health concerns. Uh, They can um, cause everything from impaired cognitive function to behavioral disturbances. Um, Some of them are also known carcinogens as well, so they um, could be cancer-causing materials. Uh, So it's very important that we keep these things out of the environment and out of the landfill and that we dispose of and recycle them properly. It sounds like it's more it's it's a lot easier to kind of sequester it, get separate it before it even gets there than it yes, is to absolutely. try to clean it it's, out. Yes, um, absolutely. Being proactive instead of reactive is key um, to keeping uh, electronic waste and all of its components out of the environment. Okay, so I guess uh, my question is this: How much electronic waste really is like generated every year? 
in 2016, there was about 44.7 million pounds generated in the world. Uh, and just two years ago, the last measurement was close to, to 50 million pounds of e-waste. Now, those numbers, just to give you perspective, when you take all that precious metal and all those materials, they combine to about 4,500 Eiffel Towers. So there's a lot of metal, even though in small increments, all over the place in this e-waste. Wow, that's a lot of electronic waste. I can see why it's important to divert it all from the landfills and try to recycle a lot of these materials. Hmm. So Amanda, what happens, I know that you guys taken a lot of the recycling um, of, of electronic waste at your site, at the landfill. Tell me about, you know, what do you guys bring in? You, do you have an idea on how much you bring in every year? Um, I did not come with that tonnage, but I can get that. Not a problem, but I, I think you're, we were talking about before that uh, you guys have to load up like like 23 pallets to a truckload and all this different uh, things. Right. So so what we do with the material is we bring it in from the convenient sites. We bring it in from the landfill. We uh, collect that material and put it on pallets and gaylords. Um, we do some characterization of the materials. Um, we look at how to stack it like Jenga blocks. And then once we have it stacked, we shrink wrap it um, and we put it on a tractor trailer and we can haul um, about 23 pallets to the, or to the recycling facility. And, and it's not, so you have a uh, company that does this for for the city, right? For well, the what when we um, contract with these companies, they have to be certified to handle e-waste. So they have to have um, electronic stewardship certificates and R two um, certification for us to contract with them to make well, sure that they're handling these materials responsibly. All right. Well, I think that brings us up to the next event that's coming up is our e-waste drive that's coming up soon. Now, Brooke, I know you've been working on help working with uh, Cumberland County and Sustainable Sandhills on partnering together for this e-waste drive. What can you tell me about the upcoming e-waste drive? So uh, Sustainable Sandhills is going to lead uh, this event for us in a partnership with Cumberland County and the city of Fayetteville. Uh, the event is on 14 November, uh, a Saturday at 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, and it's in front of Segra Stadium in that plaza called Hurley Way Plaza. Uh, residents from Cumberland County in and around uh, can bring e-waste on the listed items that you can find on our social media platforms and across the city where we've advertised. Uh, they can enter off of Hay Street into Hurley Plaza and then you'll have volunteers there that guide you. Now we're practicing COVID-19 safety measures and we're taking this very serious as a municipality and as uh, intergovernmental relationship and especially with sustainable sandhills. So we ask that residents when they come, wear a mask while in their vehicle to allow us to retrieve the items from their vehicle. Uh, so when you pull up, you can put your window down, tell us what you have, where it's at in your vehicle, and then our volunteers will help assist, remove it from your uh, car, truck, whatever, and we'll take it over and then work with Cumberland County's uh, well-trained employees to get it correctly where it's supposed to go. So I know it's, this is a kind of a little bit different from years past when we've done e-waste drive and that this one is a drive-through, drive-up event. Um, so I think that's part of it. Make it a little bit easier for residents who want to get rid of some of their e-waste. But I, I, I think it's also important to remind people that when you come, you're going to be coming in on Hay Street. It's a one-way flow, traffic flow. Yes, absolutely. And we will have some sandwich board signs out there and uh, uh, 
Bay PD, uh, hopefully to help out and deconflict any traffic issues we have. Uh, but if they, we do have something, we'll have volunteers to also come out and help flow traffic correctly. Uh, shouldn't be too much of a problem. They, they will exit off on Ray Road, mm -hmm. which is the roundabout next to Secker Stadium, and that will basically allow them to punch out of downtown or head back into downtown. So you could, if you're coming to peruse our area in downtown on Saturday, you could bring your e-waste, do a quick drop-off, get some products from the city to explain sustainable sandhills, uh, all the convenience sites and the landfill, uh, what they accept, and all the information from Cumberland County as well as the city's uh, municipal waste collection processes. And I understand the county. What's your role in, with the e-waste drive? Our role is that we will palletize and prepare the electronics for shipment um, to send to the electronics recycler. And then we actually have to pay for recycling costs um, for the electronics. Um, usually we, we get a little bit back on uh, computers, um, but your things like your TVs, your printers, um, there is there is a charge for recycling those materials. Okay, and uh, Janelle, what what is Sustainable Sandhills' role uh, during the e-waste drive? So Sustainable Sandhills is a local nonprofit organization. We've been around since 2005, working in the nine counties surrounding Fayetteville. And uh, we are recently entering into a partnership with the city of Fayetteville to look at ways to reduce waste, um, litter, and improve recycling within the city and make recycling and proper waste disposal practices more accessible to residents of the city of Fayetteville. Uh, so uh, we have been working with the city and the county to improve access to e-waste as kind of our first official act uh, for this program. Uh, and we are working with them to uh, really promote it and, and put it out um, and provide a really easy way for people to uh, bring their e-waste because a lot of people don't know that the county takes e-waste on a regular basis. And a lot of people will just stockpile their e-waste all year long and wait for this event um, to just unload it all in one fell swoop. Uh, so uh, we're really excited about this partnership and uh, we are looking forward to seeing folks come out and donate their e-waste so we can keep Fayetteville clean and beautiful and uh, provide residents with an easy uh, way to recycle their electronic waste. Well, John, I appreciate that because I was trying to figure out what to do with my 8-track player and my, my <laughs> Walkman, uh, trying to figure out what I could do with that. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of different things that um, you could bring. Basically, everything that has a cord is, is something that you can bring. And I would advise, I guess, anybody who participates to remove any sort of sensitive materials from their electronics, be it a hard drive from a, a laptop or SIM cards or anything of that sort. Um, but are there anything, is there anything that cannot be taken to the actual event? Uh, so uh, we will not accept any televisions larger than 50 inches. Uh, and we cannot accept any white goods. And white goods include things like dishwashers, dryers, refrigerators. So basically your large kitchen appliances. We do accept small kitchen appliances. So things like blenders, toasters, basically what can sit on a counter, essentially. Uh, and we also cannot accept any kind of hazardous waste um, or regulated waste. So um, that would um, include things like paint, motor oil, um, things of that nature. So we're really looking for um, electronic waste at this event. And I, I know, Amanda, we got a, uh, only about a few minutes left before we wrap up. So I think uh, Janelle touched on this a little bit, but you guys collect 
e-waste throughout the year and where can you go to drop off your items? We do and you can bring your e-waste to one of our container sites, one of our 16 container sites or to the Ann Street landfill. And you asked me earlier about tonnage. We took in 324 tons last year. Wow, that's a lot of tons. That's a lot of tons that we kept out of our landfill. So we have 16 container sites that are located throughout the county. Uh, We accept televisions up to uh, 40 inches for a flat screen TV, for a regular uh, old school CRT TV. Uh, We ask that you bring uh, anything larger than 32 inches to the landfill. Um, just because of the safety in, in transporting and handling those, elect, those heavy electronics. Um, but uh, our container sites take them during their regular hours. Ann Street takes it during their regular hours. There's no charge for residential users or residential customers. I think that's important to note. Uh, I think we got the e-waste, coming, e-waste drive coming up on November 14th, but we also have year-round it doesn't cost you anything to, to donate your electronics. And I, and I think that's a great service provided by the county uh, where they kind of provide that as a service to the community. Yeah, You know, I'd like to jump in on that. The city um, uh, also assists for residents that don't have the capability to take those items themselves to the landfill or convenience sites. Uh, so the city actually has a service where you can call in uh, to our, our call center or use our FayFixit app and schedule a pickup of that e-waste. Our solid waste division will come out and pick it up and we'll take it to the landfill site for you. And make sure it's properly disposed of and recycled. Well, I think that's going to be uh, wrapping up our episode for this Fable 401. I want to thank you both, Janelle, Brooke, and Amanda, for joining us and sharing us, sharing with us some information about the e-waste drive, electronic waste, and why it's so important to keep it out of our landfill. And one last reminder that, that the e-waste drive will be November 14th from 10 to 2 p.m. at Segra Stadium. This has been a great show, and we thank you for joining us. Want to hear more content in the future? Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fayetteville, the City of Fayetteville's podcast channel, as we provide shows like this and other timely and informative updates every week. You can subscribe to Radio Fayetteville on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app as well, as well as Google Play Music Por- podcast portal <laughs> for podcast portal you can also listen to every podcast that radio fayetteville has to offer by downloading the city of fayetteville fay tv streaming app available now roku apple tv android tv and amazon fire tv you can also view all of our video content by visiting faytv.net to get information about city services go to our webpage at fayetteville thank you for joining us